Saturday, December 12, 2020. The one day that's been heavily thrown in the spotlight in the Justin Evans case. From early morning Saturday until later on that night, given by these two, Bud McKinney and Kiara Collins, Justin Evans' best friend and the best friend's girlfriend. It's a day that includes what seems like many details, but also comes with many discrepancies and many modified versions. So we're gonna dive into those versions, including the latest one, and I'm gonna show you that unless you have a time machine, the timeline doesn't work out. So now, let's get into it. Saturday, December 12th, 2020, version one. On Monday, December 14th, 2020, Justin's mom, Jamie, arrives on the scene after finding out that her son is nowhere to be found. Note, there was also a delay in reporting Justin missing from the household he lived with, the McKinney household. So the police arrive and Glenna McKinney, Bud's adopted mom, mentions that she did see Justin that morning. But she questions, was it Saturday that I saw him? And then Bud says, remember mom, it was Saturday around 8.30. Note, Glenna wasn't sure if it was Saturday or not. Bud also had reportedly said that he and his adopted dad, Ken, went to Barry that day, but later recants his statement. Bud also makes a later statement saying he never said that he went to Barry with his dad. He said his dad's a drunk and has been for years. Bud claims that just before he had his interview with the detectives, he said that he just found out about Ken going to Barry with him or that statement. But Bud figures that Ken made this statement and he made it because he was drunk that day and, well, didn't want to fess up to that. Now, when this question came up recently about Ken going to Barry with Bud and Kiera, Kiera was actually asked, do you know why Bud's dad said he went to Barry? And she avoided it and didn't answer the question and said she doesn't feel comfortable about answering about other people. In fact, she didn't want to answer any questions about Ken. Now, about a week later from the original statement, this is in December the 18th, there was now an evening timeline that was introduced for that Saturday. And Kara posts on Facebook, she says, if you live in Muskoka Mobile Trailer Park or know people that live there, ask them about their Saturday evening. Something could be so small and seem not important, but could help. I would rather give it a shot than not try at all. Let's start talking, let's get Justin home. Now remember here, no one technically has seen Justin since that Saturday morning according to the household. So why only Saturday night is she asking about this, right? Why not Saturday afternoon? And hey, why not Sunday? Sunday was also questioned because Sunday night, Bud was supposed to take Justin and they were supposed to go work their shift together at their job. Now, Kiera answers her own post and offers her Saturday evening timeline by saying, I will start on Saturday evening. Bud and I got back from Barry and unloaded. Then we went into Gravenhurst to pick things up from Sobeys. We then went and camped in our rooms and watched movies, played games, and ate snacks. So the evening is now offered, and it states that they unloaded their vehicle and then went to Gravenhurst to pick up some things from Sobeys, which is a grocery store about 10 minutes away. Notable, that post was quickly deleted, and I had mentioned in previous videos that Sobeys would have been passed four times that day, twice in the morning, twice on the return home, then they would unload the car and then head back north to go hit up Sobeys for the fifth time. And I'd also like to mention that 
they would be commuting for about six hours that day before unloading that vehicle, then climbing back into the car and heading to Sobeys. Version two, in January on two separate dates, there are two explanations offered, one by Bud McKinney and one by Kira Collins. So around five weeks later, these two explanations are offered. A 7 a.m. timeline now pops up and a different shit. In this version, Justin was seen at 7 a.m. and Bud waved to him in his dad's shed. Bud said that he was with his girlfriend, Kiara, at the time. Here's what part of Bud's statement said. I feel like I have to make a post about everything going on. I waved to Justin, who was in my dad's shed, at 7 a.m. on December 12, 2020, as my girlfriend, Kiara, and I were headed to Barrie for some Christmas shopping with her sister and her boyfriend, not knowing that would be the last time I'd see my best friend. My girlfriend and I got home after dropping her sister and her boyfriend off just before dinner that night around 5.30, 6 p.m. I had asked if Justin was home. My mom said she hadn't seen him since that morning. So now it's noted who went with them to Barry, not Ken as previously reported, but now Kiara's sister and boyfriend. Note, it's also mentioned that the sister and boyfriend were dropped off. The 7 a.m. time is offered in a different shed where Justin was last seen, not his own shed. This is not offered in the beginning. This is important. Bud also offers a time frame when they came back between that 5.30 and 6 p.m. mark. Then it was Kiara's turn. About a week later as well, Kiara states, Anyways, Saturday, December 12, 2020, Bud and I were leaving to go shopping in Barrie for the day. When we left at 7 a.m., Bud waved at Justin, who was in Bud's dad's shed, and we left. We left, picked up two people, shopped in Barrie, and after dropping off the two people, we got home around between 5 and 6 p.m. Here again, the 7 a.m. time is offered, and it's reiterated that Bud waves to Justin in Bud's dad's shed. The timeline now expands when they get home and is now offered between 5 and 6 p.m. And later in the same statement, it says, we then gave statements and figured out when we all last heard from or seeing Justin. After we left December 12th, Bud's mom saw Justin walking out to his shed at around 8.30 to 9 a.m. He was last heard from at 3.44 p.m. via text when he answered his mom. Glenna now has an expanded timeline when she last saw Justin, given by Kiara. It stated between 8.30 and 9, not 8.30 as previously mentioned. There is mention of the text at 3.44 p.m. from Justin's phone. That text was uncharacteristically short for Justin, and since now we know there was a lot of blood in the shed and that Justin is likely no longer alive, we can safely say or estimate that that text was most likely not from Justin. Nice try. Justin's phone is also missing. Now to version three. I call this additions and amendments. Kiara's best friend now chimes in and she starts offering and amending the timelines. She says they left at 7 a.m. to go to Bracebridge about 25 minutes away from there and the opposite way from Barrie to pick up their friends and then went to Barrie, which is now over an hour away from them. So in total, it would take just under an hour and a half to get to the mall, leaving from Kilworthy, going to Bracebridge, and then going to Barrie. That would put them around 8.30 in Barrie, but it was said that they went for breakfast first. I'll talk about that in a minute. But notable, the mall doesn't open until 9.30. Then in a later post, Kiara's bestie changes her story and addresses my name in a post. 
She says, for example, Linda states that they picked up the other two passengers in Bracebridge, but yet she went another 40 minutes past Bracebridge to Sprucedale to pick them up, not Bracebridge. So now Sprucedale is now added to the mix, which is now a two hour and 40 minute drive in total, one way without stopping. You have to drive north from Kilworthy for an hour, grab your passengers, then head south to Barrie for another hour and 40 minutes without stopping. Which now leads us to the latest version, version number four. At this point though, I'm betting there's more amendments coming. Right, Kira? This is not the whole truth and I know it and you know it. In a May statement, Kira states, um, so I'll just go from start to finish. So we got up early, we wanted to go shopping in Barrie, which is an hour from where we are. It's the closest mall that has actual good things in it. Um, it was for Christmas shopping, so we left at about seven in the morning. We went to go pick up two passengers in Sprucedale, um, which was there was a little bit of miscommunication about that. And I wanted to clear the air because um, I wasn't very clear. And the reason being is because it was my little sister that I picked up and I didn't want her to getting any of the harassment I had been getting. Nobody really wants your little sister, right? So um, I'll take the L on that one. Um, what else? And so we got there about 8, 8.30. Then we stopped at Timmy's in Huntsville for some breakfast. Um, then we drove from Huntsville straight to Barrie. And then we were there. I think we got there. So we got there around 9. We probably got there around 10, 10.30. Now, if they left at 7 a.m. and headed to Sprucedale, they would get there around 8 a.m. And then the drive to Barrie, they would be there at around 9.40 a.m. But it was stated that they went for breakfast at Tim Hortons, so she's saying at 10, 10.30, she got to the mall in Barrie. Now, when this happened, this is still around the time of COVID restrictions. And to my understanding, there were some places that were open and some places weren't. So if you recall that weekend in December, at Tim Hortons, can you let me know if you had to just go through the drive-through or you were able to sit in and eat? Let me know in the comments below or you can email me at itsacrimeandashame at gmail.com. Now, the rest of Kiara's statement says, and then we were there, I think we got there, so we got there around nine, we probably got there around 10, 10, 30. Um, yeah, we spent the day there and I'm pretty sure we left around four or five. We got home at around five or six. I'm just, I'm not too specific with my times because it was a while ago. So I'm just trying to be kind of give a time frame. Now I can understand that Kira does not want to involve her little sister. I totally get it. Maybe that's why the change of towns, maybe. But here's where it's impossible in terms of time frames. Kira forgot something very important. How can you leave at Barrie at 4 p.m. and get to Kilworthy at five or six? when it's a two hour and 40 minute drive to go from Barrie, drop the passengers off in Sprucedale and get back to Kilworthy. And they did state previously in version two that they dropped off their passengers. So either someone has a time machine or ruby red slippers from Oz or perhaps a broomstick or there's a giant lie and hole to their story. Choose your own adventure at this point, right Kira? So if they got to the trailer by five o'clock, then they would have to leave Barry at 2.20 that afternoon at the latest. To be there by six, you would have to leave by 3.20 the latest. So why the discrepancy? Now, Kara does state it was a while ago, which it was five months ago. 
And she said she was just trying to give a time frame, but it's way off. And not only that, but I got to point this out. It was only weeks before that they went for a polygraph. It was back in late March. And her latest statement was in the beginning of May. So one would think and hope that she sure would have her timeline straight and the details. And you'd also think it would be fairly fresh in her mind. And especially if she had to repeat the same story for the last five months. And you'd think the details were more dialed in, especially if it was the truth. You wouldn't really go off the beaten path, would you? So I wonder why it's so hard to recall those timeframes and why they're always changing. Now, Kara did say she wanted to clear the air about some things. And yet, here's the opportunity and the important details are no longer present. There's no longer a comment about 7 a.m. or Bud's dad's shed or about waving to Justin anymore. And no mention of going back to Sobeys. And of course, the screw up of the times. Now, Kira also says this about Saturday. So Saturday, we got home, um, we hung out in the bedroom, did our thing, and uh, we've seen that Justin wasn't home. So we had assumed that he went to his family's place. Um, no biggie. Now, also, Kiara makes a mistake as to when she last physically saw Justin, which is another giant red flag, in my opinion. In a recent statement, she said she last physically saw Justin on Thursday or Friday. So I personally, the last time I saw Justin was about, was when Bud came into the bedroom to grab A535, which is a muscle pain relief cream, because he was a sore and that was, don't want to be quoted on this, but it was either Thursday or Friday. But the last time he was seen by people in our house was Saturday morning heading out to the shed, and that was around 9.30. But according to version two, they saw Justin at the shed and Bud waved to him. So where was Kiara if she didn't see him that morning? And why so many versions? Now I've said this before, but the addition of Bud's dad's shed makes me think and believe it was added because otherwise they'd be the last two people to see Justin at his own shed. And as Kiara said, when it comes to locations, that means tag you're it. Stay tuned for that video. So let's condense all these versions so you get a clearer picture. The original statement, Justin was seen at 8.30 a.m. by Glenna, according to Bud. Bud said he went with Ken to Barry, which was later recanted. A week later, the Saturday evening timeline was added, along with the passengers being picked up and the addition of the Sobeys trip that has later been deleted and never spoken about again. Version two. 7 a.m. gets added and the different shed. A time frame of 5.30 and 6 p.m. is offered when they arrive home and also expanded in a later post to between 5 and 6. Glenna's timeline also expands between 8.30 and 9. And now there's also a mention of the 3.44 p.m. text from Justin's phone. Version 3, Kiara's best friend gets involved and offers Bracebridge and then later changes her mind and offers Sprucedale. And version four, Kira's evening timeline doesn't match if they left at 4 p.m., which she says she's pretty sure they left at four and got home by five or six. There's no longer a mention of the 7 a.m. or the fact that Justin was waved to in the different shed. In fact, Kiara states that she last physically saw Justin on Thursday or Friday. Kiara also now says that Glenna saw Justin at 9.30 a whole hour later from the original. 
Now, I'm going to call this version 4.2 because Kara came in the comments in one of my live streams that I was doing with Justin's sister, Kristen. Kristen used to date Bud and Kiera's made it clear that she does not like Justin and she does not like Kristen because Kristen was Bud's ex-girlfriend. So she came into the comments and she corrected or clarified some things. She said, Clarification, we did tell the police on Monday the 14th about seeing him at 7 a.m. Also, Bud was not the one to say him and his dad went shopping. I'm not saying it wasn't said, but not by Bud. Now, interesting here, the way she words this, where she says, also, Bud was not the one to say him and his dad went shopping. I'm wondering if she's twisting this, this is my opinion, that she mentions shopping, so that's a correct statement, because uh, in the original, Bud stated that he went to Barry with his dad. So stay tuned for that, I'm gonna get some clarification. Now, since Saturday was all about shopping, I'd like to add a little icing on the cake. It was asked what Kiera bought in Barry. She says she doesn't remember. She states, um, a lot we did. So I had made a whole list of like all of the things. We just want to do it one and done kind of things. So like we literally stopped at like 20 of the shops at the mall. She stated she had receipts that the authorities now have. But here's another big red flag to me. The question posed was, what did you get Justin for Christmas? Kiara says, I don't even remember. I know we stopped at Canadian Tire to grab a few things. Um, I don't remember. I think it was probably tools or something. Um, I don't really remember what I got anybody, to be honest. So here's the issue that I have. You may not remember what you got anyone. That's fair. But Justin didn't receive his gift. So technically, it's either wrapped up still, or it's still in a bag somewhere. And that would be the only gift that would be left over, right? Since everybody got their gifts for Christmas and Christmas has now passed. So how do you not know if technically it'd still be there for Justin? Now, I get that it's been five months since Justin has disappeared and murdered. And details for some may slip away. But there's something important that I mentioned earlier and I'm gonna bring it up again. Only five weeks before those statements, in March, Kieran Bud took a polygraph. You'd think they'd have those timelines and details dialed in. It's very important, don't you think? And you'd be telling the story of what played out over and over for those five months. Why the need to alter the timeline? And why Saturday? I do believe Justin was long gone before this. You know, the Wednesday that nobody wants to talk about. And I'm also beginning to see Kira play some games here and potentially enjoy it. And I will be launching a few videos as to why I think that with facts. Now, some people are upset that I'm going after Kiera. I'm not going after Kiera. I'm going after the truth. She just is smack dab in the middle of the bunch of lies and she's creating this mess. Ask yourself why that is. I mean, it should be fairly straightforward, shouldn't it? What'd you do on Saturday? Where'd you go? Who are you with? So what does she know and what is she hiding? She's doing this to herself, she's an adult. She needs to put on her big girl pants and own up to what the truth is. Because I'll tell you this, when the truth comes out, and it will, she's gonna be facing a whole lot more problems than what she would have in the beginning. This is not a game. This isn't something where there's a few missing cookies in the cookie jar. This is about a wonderful, loving, a young man named Justin Evans 
who has been torn from his family's lives. His future has been stolen from him and he's ripped off from having a family of his own and enjoying life like he should be. And for what? There are more videos coming like I mentioned and I'm gonna show you the patterns like I do in all the cases and what I found. Please share this video out, hit subscribe for updates and give it a like. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.